So, we just had a most bizarre conversation. Why near me? Have you ever heard of a food with a certain color being forbidden? It's so odd. Not to mention hairstyles having any sort of meaning. Or, well, I suppose on Earth they could be used as some sort of status symbol or a form of expression, I guess. Huh. Perhaps it's not that weird after all. Either way, I was ready to go to sleep for the night, excited to talk to that stupid slurp in the morning, but I knew cramps were going to make that hard. Blackie helped me with that, though. This is Nidak, my adventure, written down in a better way than I can tempt. Chapter 13 Comfort Food I would really like to have strawberries right now. Neda groaned and sat up from where she'd been lying in fetus position. She clutched her arms around her knees, hugging them tight to her body. She'd managed to make a big heap of pads, which were merely strips of fabric folded up on each other. Unfortunately, having less chance of leaking blood everywhere still didn't diminish the pain. Strawberries? Whiny sounded confused. Don't they have them here? Nadek thought, equally as confused. She was sure she'd eaten them in the other realm before. Yes, strawberries. If I was at home right now, which I would have been if you hadn't messed everything up and if my apartment had been blown to pieces. She paused and bent down to give Kitty a peck on the head, a thank you for staying near to cheer her up. I'd be eating strawberries to make me feel better, preferably with ice cream. And chocolate sauce drizzled on top. Or poured, whatever. She murmured that last bit as she flicked out a hand to give Blackie a few pats on the massive head. The dragon had appeared to be as empathic as Kitty, or perhaps she liked to follow the grey cat's behaviour. Those two had become best friends from the moment they met. Nidek was still getting used to having a real dragon around her, even if she was, as Whiny claimed, a small one. He thought she was probably still growing. Comfort food, he nodded, looking at her from across the small fire. He raised his voice to be heard over the combined purring of Kitty and, mostly, Blackie. They were sitting with their back to the side of the large cave chamber. The rounded wall, if it could be called that way, reflected the heat and light of the fire into the rest of the chamber. Unfortunately, it made the natural blue shine of the cave diminish into a dancing orange glow. An opening above their resting spot removed the smoke well enough. In front of them, the large lake looked magical. She marveled at the sight of the bioluminescence reflecting on the water, Mixing with the orange. But how can strawberries be comfort food? They do not sound very tasteful at all. We have apple berries, 
Delicious little green fruits, sweet and sour at the same time. So I assume strawberries to taste like a straw and look golden? He shook his head. It does not sound appetizing at all. What other strange foods do you have in your realm? Strawberries don't taste like straw, silly. They grow close to the ground, so the ground is packed with straw as a cushion for the berries to prevent rot. They're delicious. There are a ton of varieties, but the best ones are mostly sweet, with maybe a hint of sourness. She closed her eyes, envisioning them while she spoke. Many people like to add sugar to them, or eat them with whipped cream, but I prefer them just like that. Pure. Mmm. Or with ice cream and a sauce of chocolate. He interjected, pronouncing both foods strangely. She smiled and opened her eyes, looking at him. The fact that he remembered what she'd said before, while not even understanding the words, proved that he was really listening. She appreciated that immensely. Exactly. Her smile turned into a grin. I wish I could let you taste them. I'm sure I've seen them here before. Well, I mean, perhaps not here, here, but in this realm. They're a conical shape, the length of an average thumb, or smaller, or bigger, and they have the most beautiful red color. The funny thing is, their seeds... She broke off. His expression had changed dramatically. It had gone from interested, even curious, to wide-eyed and sickly looking. And was that a blush on his cheeks? Why was he suddenly embarrassed? What? She prodded him when it was clear he didn't intend to say anything. He was staring at the ground. What had she said that made him so uncomfortable? <coughs> Red. <coughs> he cleared his throat so often, Nedak nearly got up to slap him on the back. Or on the face, if that's what it would take to pull him out of his fit. <coughs> Red foods are not to be talked about, and certainly not to be consumed in parallel. It is inappropriate and I do not know how I feel about you now that I know you eat those foods and enjoy them. Nedak gaped at him. He had blurted the words out so fast that almost blended into each other. His breath came as quickly as if he just ran a good distance. He doesn't know how he feels about me now because I eat red fruit? She strangled the laughter which was about to burst up. Instead, did her best to keep a straight face. It was obviously important to him, so she would treat it that way. How's that for adulting? I'll do my best to avoid talking about those foods. I'm sorry, I didn't know if you... When you feel like you can, could you tell me why? Is there a specific reason, or is it merely a remnant of history? She felt very proud of herself for the way she'd handled that. It had been the right approach, as he appeared to relax. The tension in his doubled face faded, 
and his eyes resumed their normal size. Satisfaction spread over Nadak's body as a slow-burning warmth. See, I am learning better socializing skills. The thought sounded smug in her mind. Nosvek Graber! She doubled up in pain. That had been a bad cramp. When it passed, she saw Whiny standing up, his hand outstretched and a wooden box floating above it, transforming into the L-shapes she'd seen before. That, he told her while folding his sticks up, was the most vulgar swear I have ever heard. I thought we were under attack. He sat down again, looking at Neda curiously. We're not under attack, although my uterus feels like it is. She mumbled that quietly, hoping he wouldn't hear. Louder, she said. Anyway, I think I should try to get some sleep. I'm looking forward to get answers from the Zlurp. I especially wouldn't mind knowing why that purple big shit kept referring to me as princess. What do you know? His face had changed when she'd said that. He did know something. I cannot be certain. The reluctance in his voice made her more curious. Perhaps he has knowledge I do not have. <sighs> or perhaps he recognizes your hairstyle as an indication of your rank. She groaned. Bloody great. No one has ever thought to tell her about the significance of hair in this realm. She hoped it was only a local custom. The only reason why she French braided her hair in three parts, one on top and one on each side, pulled together in a knot at the back, was to keep it away from her face, not to mention avoid her adversaries to pull on it. I'll learn more about that of you tomorrow, mister. She tried to put a playfulness in her tone of voice, but another cramp caused her to grit her teeth, making it sound more like a threat. She tried to find a most comfortable sleeping position, but failed. I wish I had my hot water bottle. That nice warmth always helped against the cramps. She almost considered plucking a warmed-up log from the outside of the fire, when Blackie gently laid the arrow-pointed tip of her tail on her tummy. It was the perfect heat to ease her pains. She looked into the dragon's face, Kitty settling in between them. The large, greenish-yellow-gold eyes blinked at her. Was that a wink? The last thought before falling asleep stirred wonder in her, a feeling she took along to her dreams. How had Blackie known I'd been thinking about wanting something warm on my tummy? You have been listening to Nadek, Chapter 13, Comfort Food, narrated by myself, Nadek, adventured by and lived through by Nadek. Written in a better way than I can tell it by Astrid Jeff. Don't go just yet. We've got bloopers coming up. Before we get to those, we just want to say that if you head over to astridjeff.com, 
you can find transcripts and full chapters of this podcast. Even more, you can find an unedited draft of Nadak at least up to 15 chapters further than a podcast goes. So, if you're keen to know how the story continues, you have the option to go and read. Find us on Twitter at Astrid Jeff and at Nadak and Kitty. If you like this show and would like to support it, a good way to do that is share it around to everyone you know. An even better way is to rate and review it on iTunes or whichever podcatcher you use. Don't forget to follow the show or subscribe for free. Chapter Boop. It's a bad start. Neda groaned and sat up from where she'd been lying in fetus position. Neda groaned and sat up from where she'd been lying in fetus, fetus, in fetus, in fetus position. She clutched her arms around her knees, hugging them. What the fuck is wrong with me today? I didn't do the voice. She was sir, I assume. <laughs> Yet blurted the words out so fast. Let's just listen to that. See, I am learning better socialize. Shows poo poo. Uh, I think I have some. The reluctant. What? No, said stop making it sound more like a tre- threat. Oh, because I have to make it sound like a threat. It was a perfect heat to eat. To eat? The perfect heat to eat? What? She was sir. She paused and bent down to give pity a pity. (laughs) She paused and bent down to give Kitty a peck on the head. A thank you for staying near to cheer her up. (laughs) Oi! Damn it, cat is having a ball. Awful. Stop it. Just lay down and sleep. Okay. Oh no, your eyes. You look all excited. Just, yeah, stay there. Good. She paused and bent down to give the kid. Let's just do that whole sequence again, huh? Okay, uh, I think that was it. Um, I have to do the... Uh, what sound am I going to do? Let's just do crackling of fire. So, crackling of fire. <laughs>